Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And no surprise, we know that one of the best ways to do that is to share both food and fun with our grandchildren, and that's where our guest today comes in. Bonnie Taub Dix is the award-winning author of Read It Before You Eat It, Taking You from the Label to the Table, and the creator of the website and blog called BetterThanDieting.com. Bonnie's a media personality, a motivational speaker, and a journalist whose messages focus on food, health, and wellness, but her all-time favorite pastime is cooking in the kitchen with her family, and she is joining us today to share all about how we can make cooking with the little kitties in our family both fun and nutritious. I am really looking forward to talking with you, Bonnie, so welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, to start with, uh, I, as you know from the title and from the moments we had to chat before we went on air, my audience, of course, is mainly composed of grandparents, and we, uh, you know, as as everyone knows, have a special bond with those little beings who bring us such joy, of course, our grandchildren, uh, but it, we have a lot of fun with them in a lot of ways, but I don't think there's any happier place than the kitchen. <laughs> And even though we might not be able to join them in the kitchen this weekend uh, personally, now we have all the, you know, Skype, Zoom, all these kinds of things so we can connect. And I know you have a number of ideas for helping our grandchildren surprise their moms with tasty treats for Mother's Day. So without further ado, let's get started. What are some of your ideas? Oh boy, I could talk to you for hours. Um, well, first of all, I also have I have a grandson who's three years old, and I have a granddaughter who's due in three weeks. So um, oh, wow. I know that cooking with kids, cooking with kids has always been important to me. I have three grown children now, and to me, there's nothing more heartwarming than when they actually cook something for me, or they send me photos of what they've made, or they even take me food shopping with them with their phones. But if you want a fun activity, if you want a fun activity, and even if you can't be with your grandchildren, you could Skype with them, you could go to CaliforniaStrawberries.com, and they have uh, two fun activities. One is chocolate-dipped strawberry hearts, and the other is making strawberry roses from strawberries. So you could actually carve roses from strawberries, and now it's very hard to get real roses these days, so... Strawberry roses are delicious, but also you know that when you eat them that they're getting a mouthful of vitamin C, fiber, folate, potassium. So you know it's one of those foods that they will love and that love them back. Absolutely, and no matter what your age, the combination of strawberries and chocolates, we are all going to love that, but I can imagine those little grandkitties uh, dipping strawberries in chocolate having the best time ever. Mm-hmm. And there there are lots of recipes actually on uh, that website, CaliforniaStrawberries.com, like French toast bake or um, strawberry pancakes. But one thing that I really want to emphasize when it comes to cooking because we we you shouldn't assume that we love to cook. So and I think a lot of people are assuming that moms love to cook and dads love to cook. But I think that if there's one thing that has been shown to us over the past few weeks is that you don't have to be a gourmet chef to bring your family 
back to the table and to create a meal together. So even if you see a recipe, it doesn't mean you have to follow the ingredients. I'm kind of a recipe rebel myself where I read them like I'm reading a novel uh, and just make it your own. So I think that being a little more flexible, not feeling as pressured, is a really important way to connect in the kitchen and make food fun. Absolutely. And speaking of making food fun, of course, there are some general rules. You don't hand a a toddler a knife or things like that. But do you have any ideas or thoughts that uh, we can either share over Skype or kind of suggest to our grandchildren's parents some ideas of making uh, cooking fun but also safe in the kitchen when you're dealing with especially, you know, children under, say, eight or nine or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think that giving them simple tools like spoons, even a whisk. Kids love whisks because they're pretty amazing when all of a sudden all the ingredients go together. Uh, you know, making it simple. But now that we're connecting more on video, I think it's so much fun to make a recipe together where maybe you have a simple ingredient list ahead of time, um, even if it was a salad, uh, you know, having some like some sort of green. And it doesn't even have to be something specific. It could be spinach arugula, anything like that, and maybe a red pepper, and maybe some strawberries, you know, jazz up your salad with some strawberries and think outside the the carton, Um, maybe some nuts that you throw on there, and you have a simple ingredient that, that both households have, and then just making it together on video could be a really fun way to do it and connect, and then, of course, enjoying it afterwards. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, that even though, again, we're all undergoing a certain amount of maybe some isolation, feelings of isolation, there actually are some really good elements about what's going on right now. And I'm not trying to sugarcoat the the not-so-good ones, but the fact that we are eating at home a lot more uh, than a lot of us are used to, cooking our own meals, and then also the fact that we can, even though we, you know, physically distance from one another, you put that that phone there or put a, you know, we sit by the computer or, or a laptop, you know, a laptop or whatever, and you're you're almost as good as being right there. So you could cook together and enjoy the food together. It's true, and you know something else that I do with my grandson um, is that sometimes he'll say, uh, "What's in your What's in your refrigerator?" So I'll open up my fridge. And he'll um, and will say I'll say oh look what is this and he'll tell me what it is and sometimes he doesn't know what it is so then I'm sure I try you know for sure the next time that he comes over to have that food around so that we could taste it together and then sometimes I'll say what's in your fridge and we we just go through things like that and it sounds like such a you know basic simple thing to do but it is so meaningful um, and you could play games with taste tests you know where you're just sort of like closing your eyes or blindfolding your grandchildren and having them taste different things. Um, these, it's such inspiration for them to want to get involved with cooking and, and tasting food and touching food, really making a game out of it. I love that idea, and that is something you could do. I mean, you, you could make it fun basically for kids you know, all the way from three, four, five to pre-teen, you know, teenage years, they're not going to maybe want to play that game. But still, I uh, that's such a great idea because it really is important, right, for nutrition, for, you know, for ongoing health and all that. It is important to prepare food at an early age, enjoy learning about different vegetables and fruits and all that, right? I'm talking to the expert, but that's my thoughts on this. 
No, but so so true. And these are not cooking lessons. You know, for me as as a dietitian, I could have made this very scientific for my kids, but instead I just tried to make it fun. Um, but these are life lessons, and these are things that I always wanted my kids to duplicate when they're not under my roof. So that that actually has happened for me, and I can't tell you how much that means. And I really encourage um, all of you. You don't have to have a nutrition degree to be able to introduce a food to someone, one of your grandchildren or your children, because don't forget, it's not just your grandchildren that you're teaching. If you could reach out to your kids and inspire them to then inspire their own children, I mean, what more can a parent want than to know that their children are actually interested in taking care of their bodies? Wow, and again, I mean, this time is it's, it's a challenge in so many ways, but it has forced us back to the table, back to cooking, back into the kitchen, because you can't, you know, eat out at restaurants, or most of us can't uh, at this point. Uh, so this is actually a, a kind of a perfect time <laughs> to really introduce these lessons. And I know one of the things that you uh, do, and I, we only have a minute or two left, so I, I shouldn't ask too broad a question, but one of the things that you suggest is is swapping out foods um, that that for healthier uh, so do you have one or two tips that we might be able to share with our children as regarding maybe making yeah, yeah. Uh, healthier choices. Yeah, just quickly, so you could swap out a fresh food for a frozen or canned food, and I'll use the strawberry as an example. If you don't have fresh strawberries available, you could use frozen strawberries that are available all year long. I mean, uh, they're at peak season now, but you could use them all year long. And even just making a simple smoothie. So putting frozen fruit into a smoothie gives you the same nutritional value as the fresh counterpart, but it is easy to store all year long, and you could keep it at your fingertips. Oh, Bonnie, wonderful idea. I, I want to make sure we have time to share. You have a fabulous website that I spent a lot of time on yesterday. Where is it? Where can our listeners go to find out more about you, your work, and, of course, pick up a copy of your book? Well, thank you. The website is betterthandieting.com. My Instagram is at Bonnie Taubdix, and my book is called Read It Before You Eat It, Taking You from Label to Table. That's on Amazon. And uh, also, don't forget to check out CaliforniaStrawberries.com for lots of great recipes and inspiration. Well, you have inspired me, Bonnie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on, and happy Mother's Day. Well, thanks. Back at you. And grandmothers, too. And I urge all of you listeners out there, please do check out Bonnie's website. Once again, it's betterthandieting.com. Just like I did, you're going to learn a ton of helpful information, uh, and it's going to keep you and those little beings you love so much filled with the vitality that healthful foods can provide. So spend some time in your kitchen. Enjoy it, whether physically with your grandchildren and children or by Skype or whatever. You're all going to get that much healthier and happier for doing that. And in the meantime, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.